we're back at it here for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek. And today we're back on episode 93. It's good to ask for help. So today I want to touch around why it's good for you to ask for help. Now, for me, for many years, I struggled with this. I struggled asking for help. I struggled even admitting, right, that I need, needed help. Um, as farmers and ranchers, you know, we're, we're very prideful in the work we, we do. And when it comes to the knowledge and just how to grow and run an operation and, and run the day-to-day, right, we're, we're very good at it. We're very good at, you know, working the ground, taking care of equipment, many of you fixing equipment, and the knowledge around it on the agronomy side as well. We know all these things. We know what it takes to grow the crop. We know what it takes to to make a, you know, get, get the crop in the ground and take care of that. We're very good at that. Now, the problem becomes, though, is that when it comes to the taxes and entity structure and trusts and generational planning, as well as the banker, there's this major gap that we're experiencing inside the family, the family farm and the business side of it because of a lack of knowledge, but two, a lack of training. Right? And I experienced this trying to grow the farm and mostly with the bank, I felt very disconnected. And when I'd walk in the bank, you know, I really felt two inches tall because I didn't know or understand what my banker was was trying to get from me. I knew balance sheets, I knew he needed these paper, all these these paper papers for his paperwork and and you know that's what is required, but at the end of the day, like you don't know a lot of the time. And so for farmers and ranchers and just men in general, it's very hard to ask for help, right? It's hard to admit and to get to that place to say, you know what? Hey, I need help. I need help. We don't ask for help because there's a part of us that's for so long, we've, we've just been learned and taught to figure things out on our own. And, and that's really what has grown and built a lot of you as successful business owners or successful farmers is because you have had to figure it out on your own. You've had to go through the challenging years. Those of you that went through the 80s know exactly what that was, you know, what that took is just this level of endurance. And it's very hard to ask for help, but at the end of the day, I want to break the gap between this this really the stigma when it comes to the financial side, when it comes to understanding the the structure of your business because that's the gap where many farmers are afraid to ask for help and they don't know where to turn to right? They don't know where, where you turn to. When you drive by these big, you know, fancy banks and, and, uh, these, you know, places that, uh, are either doing, you know, trusts or, or, uh, just your CPA, CPA's office, right? There's this automatic feeling like you're less than, and to some degree, if we're again, going to be calling out some of these accountants and these bankers, they put on this frame because they know, they know that you don't know these things. And unfortunately, many of them are taking advantage of you and taking advantage of this higher upper hand because they know, they know you as a farmer know what you do. They know you're good at it. These people though, because they haven't either built their own businesses or they're just employees at the bank, at a bookkeeping center, or, you know, your, your accountants, there's this frame and there's this difference and this this feeling, right, that you're less than when you walk into these places. And it's very frustrating, right? It's very frustrating. I remember when I was going through and setting up our, our farm's entity structure, um, I went to one of our local places to get uh, to get some guidance, just to get some help and uh, get some paperwork done because we were transferring the land into the LLC. And so I set up a meeting and of course it was, you know, again, on their structure, on their frame of, 
hey, here's what you need to do and just didn't get a lot of clarity inside of it. But at the end of the day, we got done what we needed to do. And uh, I remember asking, you know, I needed some more help. I, I had more questions. And so I called in and I tried to get on a call or get a schedule, get a meeting with them. Um, and I get a, get the response back in the reception says, you know, the next time you can meet is, uh, is going to be eight weeks from now. It was like six to eight weeks. And that you get got to be freaking kidding me. One question. Couldn't even get on a phone call. Couldn't, couldn't do nothing to get connected to this person. And I'm talking specifically around lawyers, right? This is, this is the one thing I want to attack is the lawyers is because this is where they use their frame against you. And they truly aren't helping you at the end of the day. Like they're not. You and I both know this. It's their their own pride. It's their frame they put around themselves because they think they're better than you. And that's at the end of the day, right? That, uh, hey, their time is more valuable, right? It's not about trying to help you. It's really about who they are as a person, their, their stigma that they got around themselves. And so you don't even ask for help because at the end of the day, they're really not trying to solve your problem. They're really not trying to help you. They're really not trying to help you. And you and I both know this. And they know it themselves, but it's that kind of that that really triggers me inside the farming industry because of the amount of energy and time we put into building our farm operations and the stress when it comes to markets, all this uncertainty. If you're not a farmer, you don't understand it. You go to the grocery store, everybody else, you go to the grocery store and you just want your food and you're out and that's it. That's it. Nobody understands unless you've done it or lived it, the stress and, and the, the lifestyle that is required for you to make it. Now, when it comes to taxes, tax planning, having a community of other, you know, men or other other farmers and ranchers trying to go through the same thing you are and grow in advance and become better, better people, essentially. You understand the pain each other that, that each one feels. And when you know another man's pain, you truly understand and know that man. It could be a guy that's 50, 60 70, 80 miles away. But when you talk about the real pain that you struggle with, whether that's depression, anxiety, the, 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 the pain around the bank, the pain around tight numbers, the pain around, you know, fighting with your spouse, any of those, those pains, when you have a common pain and you have a common problem, there's a connection, right? There's a connection. And when you bring those kind of men together and when you try to, and, and when you do have the intention to become better, and to get to a place that you want to go to, there's a collaboration and there's there's an energy behind this where you do, you'll do whatever it takes. And that's really the reason for Farmer on Fire as you've been listening and following along is, is, is bridging this gap between you and your business. And inside that is a difficult conversation and difficult, difficult uh, topics to bring up because a lot of it has to do with the personal side. It has to do with you as a person, the things you struggle with, right? The inability to ask for help. Guys, I couldn't ask help for years, for years. When I started to lose money and just starting to go backwards, did I ask my dad for help? No. Mm -mm. Did I even ask anybody for help? No. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I thought I could do it all on my own. And this is where God comes in. And it wasn't until I got to that really dark place where it was finally like, okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see this. I, I understand this, that I'm not in control, that you do have the bigger, the bigger plan here. And I have to submit to your will. 
And when I got to this place, I finally understood that, you know what, I have to be willing to ask for help. But when I ask for help, I must be willing to change and I must be willing to do what he's asking me to do, which is very difficult. Again, because you have to scrape your flesh. You have to be willing to make those changes, but you have to be willing to, you have to be willing to suffer as well. But many of us, we're suffering for the wrong reason. We're suffering because we're stuck in stories. We're suffering because, you know, we think we deserve this. We suffer because we don't want to ask for help. We suffer just for un... And there's no point inside that suffering. But when you're on God's mission and when you follow and listen to and be obedient to what he's asking you to do, yes, there's going to be pain. There's going to be suffering. But it's for the right mission. Look at look at Jesus dying on the cross. That's a perfect example of suffering. And he knew exactly what the plan was that God was using him as the human form of God to show us exactly what suffering is. But then again, what happened after three days, right? After the crucifixion, after after he he was killed, hung on the cross, what happened? There's a resurrection, new life. And so the lesson is after a period of suffering, after a period of intense pain, there will become a day. Might be might be a week, might be two months, might be a year, could be five years. But just know and have that faith that after a period of time, things will turn around. It's very hard to see that when you're, when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the dark. It's very hard. But that's what makes it so great. And that's when you can see the hand of God working inside of your life is when things finally do turn around and you begin to see the changes that you never thought could be possible. Is it a coincidence? Absolutely not. There's... That that's a human term. Subcon or coincidence is a, is a is a human man made word to really degrade the work of the Holy Spirit or the work of God. Miracles those come from God. Divine intervention. So as we wrap this up, my friend, I want you to take a look at inside your farm operation, but also give yourself the ability to learn and just acknowledge where do you need to begin to ask for help. Maybe you don't know a dang thing about numbers. Maybe you don't understand balance sheets. Maybe you don't understand cash flows. Maybe you don't understand taxes or trust. That's okay. That means now you've opened up the window for you to take action, to learn more about it and to do something about it. Because the longer that you tell yourself or wait, you know, and don't ask for help, the longer you're prolonging the actions or the fruit that come from it. But it's taking that guard down. It's taking the, taking the, the, the looking in the mirror and smashing it and saying, you know what? I'm done looking at myself. I'm looking at what needs to be done and I'm going to do it no matter what. So as we wrap this up, I want you to consider that and uh, really begin to ask for help, right? Be willing to ask for help. And inside Farmer on Fire, that's the bridge that needs to be gap that needs to be tightened. And the gap that we're eliminating is that between you and your business, the accountants, the bankers, the CPAs, and even your tax preparers, right? Eliminating that stigma, but eliminating that gap so you can truly run a business 
that you feel like you're in control of, you have the understanding, you have the knowledge, but you also have somewhere and some place to ask hard questions and get the help you need. So we're going to wrap this up and we're going to talk to you all on Monday's episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast.